elsewhere. One of this year's nominees for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is getting the documentary treatment. A documentary centered around Tina Turner's life is heading to HBO. The film's co-director said Tina will offer fans an intimate look at her life while charting her rise to early fame. The film will also feature a new interview with Turner herself. As I said, she was also just nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's 2021 class as a solo act. She's already been inducted back in 1991 along with her former husband, Ike Turner. Oh, that's it. I remember from your Elsewhere, I think on Friday, I said, I can't believe she's not in the Hall of Fame, but that's how she got in with Ike, right? Yeah, as a duo, yeah. That 80s resurgence, though, she definitely deserves to be in the Rock Hall of of Fame, and they need to do it before she dies, no offense, because she's not very healthy. Yeah, she basically had a very successful second career. Exactly. I mean, that was (laughs) simply the best, if you will. Let me ask you, Chris, because you're the youngest guy here, you're only 30, um, Tina Turner. What's love but her? A, what's love but a secondhand emotion? Yeah. What? Come on. <laughs> I'm your private dancer. Mm-hmm. See that across generations, uh, you know, she's, mm-hmm. uh, she's got mm-hmm. a following. My only concern is it's kind of been done, especially the Ike years, a couple of times. But okay, I'm willing to watch another one. Sure thing. <laughs> this edition of Elsewhere is brought to you by J. David Tax Law. Peace of mind is only a click or phone call away. Astronomers have identified the location of the most distant object ever observed in our solar system. The planetoid is almost four times farther from the sun than Pluto is. It was first detected back in 2018, but teams at the University of Hawaii say they have now observed it enough times to confirm the location of its orbit. They say it's so far away, it takes a full millennium, or 1,000 years, to complete one orbit around the sun. They've given it the very appropriate nickname of Far, Far Out. That's what they're calling it? Far, Far Out? Yeah, that's the unofficial name. They'll give the planetoid an official name after more data is collected in the future. That's too clever already. We must stick with it. I like it, yeah. FFO. And finally... Not everybody thinks this was funny. (laughs) That's the sound of Super Bowl MVP Tom Brady tossing the Lombardi Trophy from his yacht over the Hillsborough River to a teammate on another boat. A Florida woman whose father crafted the first Lombardi Trophy says Brady owes her an apology. Lorraine Gross, daughter of master silversmith Greg Gross, says Brady disgraced and disrespected the trophy. She says Brady insulted her family's legacy, and she would like an apology not only to her, but to all football fans. Oh, dear. Stop. Tom was whacked out on tequila. I don't know if that's an excuse. No, but, I mean, should he apologize? What do you think? No. No. What did he do? This is as dumb as saying, uh, you know, it was a mark against Black History Month because he beat down, uh, you know, Mahone. Mah- uh, what? You people what? are stupid. Well, I mean, but her dad handcrafted this thing, and it's you know, it's the the, the it's the symbol of of the most popular sports championship. It and he 
He painfully sculpted that silver and football. It got it's to football. Fly, it got to fly for the first time. What did he do wrong? Uh, well, I'm a big Brady fan. I'm just asking. Not, That's all. Non-issue. Don't turn on me now. No. <laughs> turn, the crowd is turning on me, Alan. Yeah. Alan, what do you think? What do I think? Uh, I kind of uh, I kind of side with the daughter of no, the silversmith. I, of course you do. <laughs> what do you mean, of course I do? Washington football we team fan. He's still bummed that Brady beat him in the first round of the playoffs. never have tossed the thing. Yeah, find these stories and more on the Good Morning Orlando page at WFLAOrlando.com and listen to the Elsewhere podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Just look for Elsewhere. The host of a popular reality TV show is leaving that show, for now anyway. Chris Harrison says he's stepping away from The Bachelor amid a scandal with racist elements. Harrison got backlash for appearing to defend social media activity by Bachelor contestant Rachel Kirkconnell in an interview on Extra. Kirkconnell had old photos resurface of her attending a plantation-themed fraternity formal and has also reportedly liked photos that contain the Confederate flag. Harrison issued an apology yesterday saying he was ashamed, sorry for his ignorance, and any pain it caused. He tried to excuse that in her, and in this day and age, you get the social and career death penalty you know, if you don't skewer somebody for something like that, if you try to find a way to explain it, you're dead. Yeah, he, and tried, he just found it out. He tried to get around it by giving himself the death penalty, at least for now. So we'll yeah. see what happens if he yeah, ever, ever exactly. comes back. We'll hey, see. Hey, guys, good news if you're going bald. Give me a head with hair, long, beautiful hair, shining, gleaming, streaming, flaxen, waxing. A team of researchers in Japan claims its study shows stem cells are a successful way to counteract male pattern baldness. The research claims stem cells that are positive for certain adhesive proteins play a significant role in hair regeneration. The team will now begin applying what they have learned to men who suffer from male pattern baldness. Somebody's going to make a trillion dollars if they can get that done, Alan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even if they can't. Let it go, boys. Let it go. I was going to say, find a way to embrace it. Yeah, embrace Own the it. bald. What? Yeah, Melissa, that doesn't turn you off if a guy doesn't have hair? No, actually, as long as they handle the head properly, maybe a tattoo or not, depends on the head shape. No, I'm fine with it. I'm you want a tattoo on the head? How about a tattoo of hair on the head? I've <laughs> seen that. I've seen that. Not so attractive, no. Mm-mm. Especially with the bangs hanging down. Never mind. No. Bad tat. Well, fortunately, Bud and I have uh, thick heads of hair. Uh, what about me? Not a problem. Chris, I'm not yeah. so sure. And finally. My hair is luscious. <laughs> oh, Lord. And fi- I'll take your word I, for it. I do not think you know what that word means. You're probably not going to hear me describe it that way, Chris. Uh, <laughs> and it's days like this. I'm glad I'm on the other side of the building. And finally. Well, you can see me on camera. Finally, the next time a Canadian man dresses up, he'll have no shortage of cufflinks. Recently, officials for the Guinness World Records recognized Carl Moulton for having the biggest collection of cufflinks with 1,925 pairs. 
The guy Wait a minute, 1, Carl 000... Malden's dead. No, this is Carl Moulton. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. that's Carl... very different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not Carl Malden. All right. Carl Moulton, uh, 1,925 pairs of cufflinks he has. He said he began collecting the accessory around seven years ago, and he was made aware of the previous record by his daughter, which is why he decided to apply for the record. If, you, if you're his daughter, you better step your game up. Make sure you take that. Make sure you take dad down. Yeah, and you know what? Um, does anybody know why I was playing the music I played during this story? Uh, no, I don't. It's usually that stuff is way above the bud, man. Well, it may be way above uh, a few people if, if they don't have uh, really good music memories. The song I played is this one from 1970. It's called Tracy, and it's by a band called The Cufflinks. Tracy, when I'm with you, something you do. Mr. Music, you're operating on another level, man. I can't compete with that. You know, and the thing is, the Cufflinks were never really a band. This was just a studio mm-hmm. recording by a guy named Ron Dante, who uh, later was the lead singer for the Archies on their hits like Sugar, Sugar, and then yeah. became the producer for Barry Manilow. Mm. So I turned that story about Cufflinks into a music story. What? So... You're welcome. We saw it happen live, people. It doesn't get better Radio than this. Radio magic, For courtesy a of the Mr. Music of WFLA. Ladies and gentlemen, hey, Alan Spencer. For a Monday, that's not bad. Find yeah, more on these good. stories on the Good Morning Orlando page at WFLAOrlando.com and listen to the Elsewhere podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Just look for Elsewhere. Elsewhere. With Alan Spector. 